afternoon. Happy Monday. Thanks for kicking your week off with us here on the BetUS NBA show. Alongside our expert NBA handicappers, Chris Farley and Alex Christensen, I'm Kate Constable. I say you're expert NBA handicappers, which you guys are, but one of you is also pretty much an expert NFL handicapper as well. Alex, it's not you. Chris, <laughs> you, uh, see, Alex just agrees with me. He knows it's not him. No, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> just wrapped up the Circa Millions contest because the regular NFL season came to a close yesterday, and you finished pretty high up. Tell us all about it. We did, we think. I mean, the official results aren't out yet, but, like, everybody's calculating things for us, and it, it looks like we're going to be top ten. It looks like we're probably going to be tied for seventh place. Um, so just, yeah, I was I was still awake 12 hours ago, so I'm still recovering from a very fun, uh, nerve-wracking, exciting weekend. Um, but I appreciate you bringing that up, Kate. It, it's It's been all, I mean, hitting 70% in the NFL is almost, like, impossible and probably not something that we'll ever do again. So it just feels like a once-in-a-lifetime thing. And I uh, can't wait to see the official results, though. Let's go, Circa. Can we, can we please get it together? And let's give out the final list so we know what's going to happen here. But, yeah, it's been an awesome year in the NFL. The official results, and I'm sure the official uh, check you'll be getting as well. Yes. That probably sounds pretty nice. But is yeah. it a kind of a relief that this is all over now? It is. I mean, there's – especially when you know you're within range, uh, you know, the pressure that we felt the past few weeks. Um, you know, we, we did well, but it, – it's a lot of back and forth, a lot of texting, a lot of questioning. Uh, so, yes, it would be nice just to watch some NFL games and have regular bets on them and not, you know, the stakes of a huge contest, for sure. Well, congratulations throughout all of that. We're very excited for you. And uh, next year, we'll probably be tailing more of your NFL bets. Going <laughs> Alex, you're our expert tennis better as well. So you have that going for you, which is hard. Not too many people bet tennis. Let me tell you. It's the best. I don't know why they don't. It's, I mean, if you're looking for something to bet, it's 11 months a year, 24 hours a day. There is two people playing tennis somewhere on planet Earth, I assure Love you. It. There's a match to handicap and bet, and we've got the Australian Open coming next week, so a lot of work to be done. Well, maybe someday on this show we'll get some um, tips and tactics on how to bet tennis from you. But today we're going to focus on betting on the <laughs> NBA. And yesterday's slate, a couple of exciting games, most notably Clay Thompson being back in the lineup. Did either of you get to catch that game and, and what his performance was like? Saw a little bit of it. He's moving around okay. He was making his baskets. I was mostly disappointed in the Cleveland Cavaliers, who I had plus 10, so meh. Me too. I expected the Cavs to cover that one. Um, but, yeah, it's just great to see Clay out there. You know, it just seems like a great guy. I mean – I get I get nervous for anyone with who is having recurring knee issues because I I mean I've been through some of that so I just hope that he stays healthy. The Warriors are only going to get better and that's scary. Yeah, look out! Warriors are going to be dangerous coming up. They're for sure making a push for that top spot in the Western Conference and likely headed to the finals. But we'll wait and see before we get ahead of ourselves. We'll start today's show taking a look at our overall record to kick things off. Tough week for me last week. I will be the first to admit that. I am 54 and 50. Alex, 46 and 41. Chris, leading the way once again, 58, 39. All around 198, 172. Things are looking pretty good. All right. Well, we will kick things off talking about the Milwaukee Bucks in Charlotte tonight. Taking on the Hornets. Bucks are a two-point favorite. 
Total sitting at a whopping 236 and a half. This is the second game of a mini series between these two teams. Hornets beat the Bucks 114-106 on Saturday. The Hornets were favored by a point and a half in that game. Now it's the Bucks that are the two-point favorite. Chris, who do you like in this one? I really like the Bucks, and I like the Bucks for a few reasons. You know, obviously, first of all, two days ago they lost to the Hornets. Um, the, you know, that was a close game, but too many teams can get caught by these Hornets because the Hornets they run fast, they facilitate the ball really well, uh, and you know the Bucks like to run fast too. But sometimes I think that can be, you know, that could be a team's Achilles heel trying to do that against the Hornets. You know, the Hornets can just be so super efficient on offense. I, I expect the Bucks to really slow this one down today, or at least try to. You know, Giannis had a fantastic game in that first matchup, but it shouldn't, you know, he shouldn't have to shoulder that much of a load. Uh, so I just expect the Bucks, who are one of those teams, right? We have those teams in the NBA. We have those teams in every sport, which we just expect them to answer the call after a subpar performance. They played well, uh, but they just didn't shoot shoot very well. And obviously, a team like the Hornets can run away with it. So I expect a good, I expect a real good performance here by Giannis. And uh, I think the Bucks are going to slow this one down and. And, it, you know, it's a back-to-back. So a great a great team like the Milwaukee Bucks are typically going to answer. And I like to – I mean, at a short line, too, you might as well just take this at minus two. It's like a money line play. Uh, love the Bucks tonight. I'm with you, Chris. I like the Bucks too. Just this bounce-back spot after losing on Saturday. And in Saturday's game, the Bucks came into that game coming off of a back-to-back. They played Brooklyn the night before in Brooklyn, so maybe a little bit of fatigue factor in that game. Bucks also shot a season-low 39% in that game, so that was only going to go up, you would hope. And the Bucks bench, literally no help in that game. Sandro, I'm going to butcher this so badly. Mamu, Mamu, we're just going to leave it at that. I heard that's what he goes by. I don't know how to pronounce this last name, but he had five points off the bench for the Bucks. The only bench points they had all game. They were outscored 33-5 to on the bench. That's not going to happen again tonight. Pat Connaughton, Dante DiVincenzo, likely back tonight, questionable, but that'll bring some more depth in the backcourt and stronger perimeter defense. So I like the Bucs uh, minus two in this one as well, Chris. Alex, what are your thoughts? Giving us a little slight nod that we're on the right side? Well, to be honest, I'm a little surprised that you're having trouble saying Mamou Kalashvili. I mean, maybe it's just the tennis <laughs> handicapping and I'm used to all that stuff. Who knows? Um, but I think this is a decent spot for the Bucks. A little worried it's the last game of a road trip. They're looking ahead to go home for a couple days for the first time in a while. They've also got a game coming up here against the Warriors. And I don't like who's missing for them. I mean, generally, they're a very good team. They're really deep. But a lot of their guards are out. You know, Drew Holiday would be someone you would really love to have in this game, either to guard Terry Rozier, to guard LaMelo Ball, people like that. This would be a game where George Hill would get used a lot. Grayson Allen would probably have some impactful minutes here. So I think this is a spot where the Bucks probably can hunker down and win. I mean, but, you know, they got a, a nuclear game from Giannis in the first game of this series. And But like you said, no points in the bench. So is there maybe a little bit more balance tonight? I wonder if the bench can again make up for you know, kind of what they missed last time, but at the same time, Giannis has to play at a high level. Just a lot of little things for me to nitpick here about the Bucks. Overall, though, I, I think this is a nice spot for Milwaukee. Yes, they generally bounce back after a win. It was an awful spot in the first game coming off the, you know, back-to-back with the Nets here. So, lean Bucks, but just a lot of nitpicky things keeping me off of it. Giannis had 43 in that last game, but 35 of those points came in the second half. He only had eight first half points. So it'd be really nice for Chris and I tonight if the Bucs could get out on a strong note. Giannis could have a big first half. 
to go along with that second half. So Chris and I are taking the Bucks minus two. Alex, please uh, pronounce that name for me again. Sorry, I muted myself. Mamu Kalashvili. Oh, yes. Okay, Mamu Kalashvili. I will uh, lock that into the memory bank there for next time. I mean, great to see someone else struggling with a name besides me. <laughs> yeah, usually yeah. it's uh, it's all on Chris, so I'll take usually. that one for you today, Chris. <laughs> Again, a lot of Eastern European names in tennis. <laughs> He's used to it. He's used to it. Yeah. There's probably I probably said that one before. I probably bet on her a month ago. Who knows? <laughs> all right. Well, moving on to the San Antonio Spurs in New York tonight to take on the Knicks. Knicks are a six-point favorite. Totals 212 and a half. This is the final game of a seven-game road trip for the Spurs, and it hasn't exactly been a kind road trip to them. They went just one and five so far, losses coming from the Grizzlies, Pistons, Raptors, Sixers, and Nets. Their only win is a two-point win against the Celtics. Alex, what's the play here in New York tonight? I think this is a great bounce back spot for the Knicks here. It's been a struggle for New York. Um, I think we've really seen the value of Derrick Rose. He's someone that comes off the bench, provides a lot of stability for them, and just they've really missed. You know, things have gotten a little bit better. They split with Boston, you know, beat Indiana in a pretty convincing manner. So starting to get things together here, but they come home to face the San Antonio Spurs team. And, you know, we just talked about bad rest spots. They, too, are coming off an overtime loss to the Brooklyn Nets here, um, having a ton of injuries. They've been playing with a short roster for about a week or so now. So just a ton of fatigue and minutes built up on the legs that are out there. Again, you look at some of the players missing. Kelvin Johnson, um, Devin Vassell, Derek White, Thaddeus Young. These are guys that are either starters or play big minutes and you know really provide a lot of positivity for the Spurs team. So last game of a road trip, I think that the Spurs will be out there kind of licking their wounds ready to get home tonight. So I like the Knicks tonight, and I think they cover a pretty big number. Knicks have also covered um, one in four in their last five home games. So that trend is in your favor tonight, Alex. Chris, the under is 8-2 and two in the Knicks' last 10 home games as the favorite. But you are playing the over here tonight, over 212.5. Tell us about that. I am. I just think that number's a little too low. I have this around 218, 219. Uh, most of it is just because I'm expecting some positive regression from the Knicks on offense. I mean, they're coming off that series with Boston where, you know, that's a very intense series, right? It has, always has a playoff feel between those two teams. A lot of hard defense being played there. Uh, I don't think this game is going to have that same feel, right? The Spurs are tired, like Alex said. Uh, the Knicks are probably happy to not be facing the Celtics. Uh, you know, and they're and they're coming off that game where they scored 75 points. I mean, that's that was a pretty ugly performance there on offense by the Knicks. You know, this line is where it's at, too, probably because of some of the defensive improvements that we've seen from the Knicks. Uh, but, I, but I expect a much better shooting night for them tonight, especially against a tired Spurs unit. I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to find, if you look at the Spurs' last 20 games, you can count on one hand how many games go under 214, 213. Uh, so, you know, the Spurs can put up points. I know they're injured, uh, but hopefully their uh, exhaustion leads to a little less defense. And I just expect some, some better performances on offense for the Knicks. You know, Kemba Walker, he's questionable, I believe, still. Hopefully he plays tonight because he could be some extra juice there for the offense and for the pace. Uh, but, yeah, I just think this number is a little too low. So, small play for me. Uh, but I do like the over. Teams played in San Antonio back in December. Spurs lost that one, 121-109. So, chance to even the series on the season. But Alex has taken the Knicks minus six, and Chris is playing the over to 12 and a half. The 76ers in Houston tonight to play the Rockets. Sixers are a 10-point favorite on the road. 
This total here is 226 and a half. This game is a makeup game from earlier this season. Game got canceled because of all the uh, COVID and, and players being out. So this is one of those makeup games. And the Sixers, they're looking for their seventh straight win. Now, winners of six straight right now. The Rockets, they're on the second night of a back-to-back. They lost to the Wolves last night, dropped 10 of their last 11. Alex, going back to the well here on this one. Rockets team total under 108. Why do you like it this time? Well, as, you know, in general, the, the Rockets, I think, get overpriced here a little bit from a totals perspective, given how fast their pace is. I look at the matchup tonight with the 76ers. You know, let me click refresh on the injury report here. Yes, Joel Embiid is still nowhere to be found on it. I think he is just going to be near the basket, sending just about everything away. You look at some of the injuries here for the Sixers. You know, they're great injuries in terms of unders. There's going to be no Tyrese Maxey tonight. Um, Seth Curry is questionable. Those are guys that not only score a lot, but also give up a lot of points. Shake Milton is out. He fits kind of that same bill. You look on the other side, no Eric Gordon here, no Sangoon or Shengoon, apologies, um, uh, on the Rockets there tonight. You know, two guys, again, that generate a lot of points. The Rockets just really struggling. It's a tough spot for them. They come off a game last night against the Dallas Mavericks. So I think they're going to have a tired legs here against the Sixers team that comes in fresh. They had the weekend off. Um, should be just great defense for them tonight and what should be a slow, ugly game. So everything points to a Rockets team total. And yes, as you mentioned, this game was postponed. There's also the Brooklyn Nets game. Uh, that's the other game that popped back on the schedule. So make sure you double check and got everything. Yeah, what a game for the Brooklyn Nets, too, just to switch gears. They played last night in Brooklyn, fly off to Portland to play the Blazers tonight. That is a tough spot, hence why their game isn't on our list today. But back to this game, 76ers and Rockets. Rockets are fifth in points in the paint, but with Joel Embiid playing the way he has been lately, clogging up the lane there, I don't think they're going to get too many. Tough night for Christian Wood um, going up against Embiid tonight. So, Alex, I like the underplay once again. Chris? Any play on this game for you? Yeah, I really like the under in this one, too. I'll probably put a play on it before the end of the night. Um, you know, 76ers won the last contest by 20, but the total just feels too high because Philly is the perfect team to face the Rockets and to beat the Rockets easily because they can really slow down the con- uh, losing my brain power here as I sit here from last night. But, uh, you know, post up, right, Joel Embiid down low a lot. Uh, so I just, you know, the Rockets rely on pace and rhythm, you know, especially to get their offense going. Philadelphia is not going to give them a chance to get much rhythm in this game. Uh, so I, I actually really do like the underplays in this one. Haven't had the same amount of time to prep for this game as usual uh, because of extenuating circumstances. But, uh, yeah, I think, the, I mean, this total feels way too high for me. I think this should be in, in the uh, lower 220s. All right, Chris. Well, stick with us. We have one more game to talk about, <laughs> and then you can go take a nap, do whatever you need to do. Alex is playing this game. He's taking Rockets team total under 108. The Cleveland Cavaliers in Sacramento tonight to play the Kings. Cavs are a five and a half point favorite on the road. Total set at 219 and a half. Both of these teams are on the second leg of a back to back and both lost by double digits last night. Cavs lost to the Warriors. Kings lost to Portland. And the Cavs have struggled as of late. They had a great start to the season. First half of the season has been fantastic, but three and five in their last eight games. But I'm going to play them tonight. I like the Cavs minus five and a half in this one. They had a poor offensive effort against the Warriors last night. Only took 75 shots all game. Shot just 29% from three. Darius Garland had only nine points. He's probable for tonight's game after being on the injury report this afternoon. 
And then with Rashawn Holmes out for Sacramento, I think this is a great spot for Jared Allen and Evan Mobley to be able to do pretty much whatever they want offensively. And then defensively, we know what they are with being fantastic rim protectors. And with um, the Kings having so many quick, fast guards, I mean, they shoot a ton of threes, but the Cavs are top three, a uh, top five rather in three point um, attempts and opponents three point percentage from deep. So not too concerned about the Kings kind of chucking up a lot and, and having all those perimeter players overpower the Cavs tonight. So I like the Cavs minus five and a half. Alex, any thoughts on this one? Do you agree with me? This is one I've been kind of going back and forth all day, uh, waiting for the Garland news. So now that it looks like he's expected to play, uh, might lay the points with Cleveland, might be a Cleveland team total over, maybe a Kings team total under. Like you said, you know, missing Rashawn Holmes here, the Cleveland Cavaliers should be able to do mostly whatever they want from an offensive perspective. Defensively, they match up very well with Sacramento. They have the guys to slow down what Sacramento wants to do. My only kind of, again, nagging concern, and the reason I didn't even really grab it this morning, was it's a really kind of funky schedule spot here for Cleveland. They come off the game with Golden State tonight. They've got a look-ahead spot. They're traveling to Utah on Wednesday, so I wonder how this is going to go. I thought maybe the Garland would miss, honestly, to try to rest and prep for Utah. But, you know, it should be a solid bounce back spot for Cleveland. I definitely think you're on the right side, and I think I'll get there. But, you know, just waiting. Maybe after the show. Who knows? Yeah, come join me. Going to have a party. Chris, thoughts on the total here for you, 219.5, or uh, whatever side you like? Yeah, no big thoughts on the total. I think that number is right. Uh, but I, I definitely think the Cavs are the right side. But like Alex said, this is a really tough spot. I mean, this road trip they're on is just pretty brutal. Um, and I think they're on the second game of it. But, you know, the real concern here for Sacramento, or for anybody who wants to bet Sacramento, is that they are the worst NBA team at paint defense. They allow 53 points in the paint per game. Uh, last game between the Cavs and the Kings, uh, the Cavs ate in the paint all day. They scored 64 points. So I just don't, I just don't see the, you know, until until something changes with the Sacramento Kings defensive scheme or or you know mentality, I just don't see them being able to stop uh, other great offenses in these spots. So you know, five and a half is a pretty small number. Uh, you know, the Kings can run fast, and they can get ahead. That's usually how they win games. But Cleveland's defense is so good too. Uh, this feels like a good get-right spot for Cleveland before they have much more difficult games ahead on this road trip. I'm glad both of you guys agree with me. This line also seems like it's agreeing with me as well because it opened at Cavs minus four all the way up to six, six and a half in some places. So I'm playing the Cavs tonight, taking them minus five and a half. What did I get them at? Five and a half, yes. Um, playing them five and a half. Okay, picks for the Nets. Blazers, thank you for sending in questions. Feel free to send more in, and we'll always get those answered towards the end of the show. That's Blazers tonight, though. Brooklyn, like I mentioned, flying all the way out to Portland after playing the Spurs in overtime last night. Not a good spot. And they're laying nine. So nine-point favorites on the road. I, I Just because of the circumstances and having to travel last night cross-country, I would side with the Blazers at, at plus nine. But, Chris, do you have any other thoughts? Yeah, I can't sign with the Blazers pretty much ever, so I'm just not going to. <laughs> but uh, just, you know, in case in case our listeners haven't noticed, I mean, the, the Portland Trailblazers cannot play good defense. I mean, they're they are very very bad on defense. Um, so I just expect the Brooklyn Nets kind of to have it now. This is because this is such a difficult spot. Maybe that corrupts the performance for the Nets a little bit. But I, I think the only way to really look at this game is the over. The number is pretty high though. I think it's pretty spot on. 
but that's that's the one angle that I would look at in this one. I just don't think there's going to be a lot of defensive pressure. Uh, so maybe a, a Nets team total as well. Alex, with Kyrie being able to play on the road, does that change things? Again, maybe an over makes it feel a little bit about the Nets. A little, I'm sorry, a little bit better about the Nets. They'll be able to give Harden and Durant a little bit of a break. They did play in overtime yesterday, but that game had an early start, so there's a good chance they actually got to Portland last night. So they might kind of be okay. It's a terrible travel spot, but you know, like Chris said, if you want to bet on the Blazers, you have to bet on the Blazers. That sounds terrible. So don't do that. Um, you know, again, overs I think are good tonight. Um, it'd be a great spot for Kyrie. He should absolutely cook tonight. I, I don't see any reason why he's not going to get the ball every single time he wants. And I don't see anybody on Portland who's really going to be able to slow him down. So maybe some Kyrie overs from a player prop perspective, something like that. But yeah, I don't know. find something else to do. <laughs> any plays on the Celtics Pacers game tonight? Alex? Well, similar to the Portland Trailblazers, um, this one kind of requires you to bet on the Pacers, which is, means you have to bet on the Pacers, and it's a terrible <laughs> idea. Um, I don't bet on the Pacers. I don't suggest anyone do that. That's but... on our list of do not bet, right? No, my list, yeah, very much so. But, again, you look at it, everything about the spot says Indiana. Boston has really struggled, so maybe an under? Yeah, totals 212 and a half. Boston's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Chris? Alex doesn't trust the the Pacers. I don't trust the Pacers. Would you bet the Pacers? I don't trust the Pacers, and I don't trust the Celtics, especially after <laughs> was that uh, Thursday night or Friday night when they really. Oh man, I'm I I still remember that. Yeah, that uh, was bad. Yeah, so you know maybe uh, Celtics team total under or something. I could just you know I I think there is going to be some uh, you know residual effects from the Celtics and Knicks game. I mean they play really hard against each other. Um, so. You know, maybe a little less defense tonight too, but I, I can't bet this game either. I think I think the line's about right. Uh, I got the Celtics as five and a half points better than the Pacers. I, I probably still give the Pacers a little too much credit, but you know, any given day the Pacers can put up like 140 points on, on like any any NBA team it seems. So maybe this is one of those nights against maybe a slightly more tired Boston unit, but otherwise no plays for me. Yeah, you never really know quite what you're going to get from the Pacers. It could even either be a fantastic effort, fantastic output, or they, uh, you know. Just kind of. Lay well, you know down. what you're gonna get. You're gonna get pain. Yeah. Pain yes, exactly. Stress. <laughs> okay, so staying away from that game. We started the show today talking about the NFL a little bit. Uh, we're gonna stick with football. College football national championship is tonight. I just want to get to your guys' play really quick on that. Alabama, Georgia. Georgia's a two and a half point favorite. Alex, who would you take? Well. Everyone seems to really like Georgia, but at the same time, everybody's telling me to bet Alabama plus money. I have no idea what to do. College football is something that gets maybe about this much of my attention span. I will say that, you know, if you take a step back and look at it, Georgia was a seven-point favorite in a, when the last time they played in a game that, you know, Alabama absolutely had to win, and they lost, and now we're down to like two and a half, three. Seems like a pretty big adjustment, and the only thing I will say, a very smart person told me to bet Brock Bowers, whoever that is, to score a touchdown and to score the first touchdown. So I'll steal that play. Okay. Brock Bowers. Chris, how about you? Yeah, maybe a pizza bet on Brock Bowers. I have no idea who that is, Alex. So good luck. Good luck. Me neither. Uh, yeah, I think you know two ways to look at this game for me is when you have this kind of value on Alabama. In generally, I take it right. You're not going to get Alabama at plus money almost ever. Um, I know that Georgia has the revenge factor after that last game, uh, and Georgia is a very good football team and they're a very good defense. Uh, but 
you know, it's Alabama, it's Nick Saban. The coaching disparity is still pretty huge there uh, in the way that he prepares for these games. One angle that I like to take with these, you know, big showtime games, especially like a national championship or Super Bowl, is usually the first half under is a pretty good play, you know, depending on where the line is. I think it's around 28, uh, just because, you know, there's nerves. Uh, obviously, both teams have great defenses. So maybe, you know, take a live total over. I do expect both of these teams to put up points like they did last time, but maybe it starts a little slow. So that's something I'll be looking into as well. All right, I like it. First half under, possibly Alabama. It is very hard to bet against Nick Saban. I mean, he's he's like betting against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. You just can't do it. Yeah. Exactly. That is all we have for you on today's show. A little NFL, little NBA, little college football. We've got it all here today. Um, but before we go, we'll check out our best bets. I'm getting ahead of myself here. All right, so Bucks minus two is a play for both Chris and I, Alex obviously has a team total unders play that's pretty much a given a couple times a week Alex will have a team total under I'm taking Cavs and then Chris has the over in Spurs and Knicks now it is time to go that is all we have nothing else on the list so we're gonna let you guys go we'll see you back here tomorrow afternoon for more uh, hoops talk have a good night